Hey there, Real Lifers, Chad here. And before we start this episode of Real Life Radio, the Real Life Podcast, I just wanted to ask you, are you shy when it comes to speaking English? Are you what's called an introvert? Maybe you don't feel very comfortable talking to new people, or maybe you just don't feel very natural when conversing, maybe in English or your own language. Don't worry, because most people experience the exact same thing, and that is exactly what we're going to talk about in this podcast. So, if you want, if you want to make the most out of this learning experience, go to the show notes of this podcast. It's at reallifeglobal.com forward slash outgoing English. So, it's O-U-T-G-O-I-N-G hyphen E-N-G-L-I-S-H Outgoing English and the show notes are going to show you all of the more uh, difficult words that we talk about and explain throughout the podcast so it's a great way to already have a general idea of what we will talk about prepares you we also have links to all of the stuff that we mention in the podcast and for those of you that are very interested in taking their English to the next level and love the Real Life Radio podcast, then there's also a link to our Real Life Radio fluency course, which is more, it's, I think it's like 43 or 45 podcast transcripts, and it breaks down all the most important vocabulary, phrasal verbs, idioms, slang expressions, pronunciation, you know, the connected speech, the way we join our words together. The way we say things like, I have got to get out of here, I've got to get out of here, I've got to get out of here. Very important for your listening comprehension, doesn't mean you have to necessarily speak like this, but really awesome information and we also explain a lot of cultural references, these kinds of jokes and things that don't translate very well from probably your native language So there's also a link to learn more about that course in the show notes too. Hopefully you really enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions or doubts, feel free to contact me personally, chad at reallifeglobal.com. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. So enjoy the lesson. Have an amazing week, weekend, whatever. And I'll speak to you guys soon. Oh yeah, real lifers, citizens of the world, welcome to the Real Life Global Movement, where our mission is to inspire, empower, and connect the world through English. We believe that English should be a fun and enriching part of your life that you can practice and enjoy whenever and wherever you want. Are you tired of boring lessons that suck the life out of your learning? Are you ready to step up your game and become a kick-ass English speaker? Well, we're here to guide and inspire you on your journey to true, lifelong fluency. It's time to stop just learning English and start living it. Can again, aw yeah? Oh yeah! What is up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? This is Chad from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, quirky... Or weirdo, or even existential way to learn English. So download this podcast now and listen to us while you're 
eating peanuts. Making a fool of yourself. Making an omelet. Or making some love. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joined here today. (laughs) Come on, Mr. Chuckles. Let's get serious here. Uh, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, We're joined here today in the studio with the awesome threesome. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Why do you keep laughing? Menage a trois. We're being as serious as we can right now. This is a very important English lesson. I'm joined here today in the studio with my two uh, better halves, Ethan Wanger. What's up? Not much. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Cracking some jokes this morning. Cracking some jokes? Yeah. What do you mean by cracking some jokes? It's kind of like a slang way to say telling jokes. Mm. Cracking jokes. Well, cracking, but with... uh, American pronunciation, we'd often say Kraken. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, yeah, the, you don't say the ing, right? It's Kraken. Kraken. Do you think the word or that expression to crack a joke comes from, for example, like the word, the verb to crack, like to crack an egg? Or do you think it comes more like to crack, like a whip? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just cracking up. <laughs> I think it comes from that, cracking up. But what, that's what I'm saying, cracking up, what does it mean? Like to crack. An egg, which means like to break the egg, right? Or to crack a whip is when you like it makes that crack noise. Let me do it again. There you go. Yeah. I think it's more like cracking an egg because like when you're cracking up, you're kind of there. You also say like something is side splitting. It's really funny. Mm. It makes you feel like if something makes you laugh a lot, it feels like your sides are cracking. You can't control yourself. Yeah. As well, you you you. Hey, haven't introduced you yet. You don't get to speak. (laughs) (laughs) And also, just so we can finish what he's saying right now, Mr. Justin Murray. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So what were we saying then? Oh, that that was it. Just like cracking up. Oh okay. Cool. Well, uh, we have a cracker of an episode for for you all today. (laughs) Uh, We're going to teach you all, or try to teach you. At least we're going to ponder the concept. What does ponder mean? Ponder means to think deeply about something. Contemplate. Contemplate. To ruminate. Oh. So many many words coming out of this podcast. (laughs) Uh, We're just getting started. Exactly. We are going to ponder and contemplate and ruminate. Um, What are we going to do again? Oh, how (laughs) how to be more outgoing in English. What does outgoing mean? Justin? Outgoing means to go out. It means to <laughs> to be less shy, to be more social, right? To be more um, proactive socially, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. What would that opposite of outgoing be? Ingoing. Ingoing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> shy, definitely. Or maybe it's it's kind of like extrovert, introvert. An outgoing person is somebody who's very social, who who really connects with people and 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 uh, has that warm social personality kind of like lights up lights up the room when they walk in mm-hmm. to a room full of people I think that more of like charisma because an outgoing person doesn't necessarily have that charisma that you know what I mean an That's outgoing true. person just connects you could people. have someone who's just like outgoing and annoying <laughs> <laughs> or you could also have someone who's outgoing it doesn't necessarily mean that they're really good at talking to people and starting conversations it can I think it can also be someone who's always trying new things. Like, oh, he's really outgoing. He's, he just started rock climbing last week, and next week he's going skydiving. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 
It's like a, a double meaning of it, right? Yeah. A bit. Kind of, yeah. I never really thought of it that way. No? No. Um, but would you consider yourselves outgoing people? Not really. No? <laughs> Depends... Depends a lot on uh, kind of the situation, and I mean, I think with like just the fact traveling a lot, living in different places, I think that's pretty outgoing behavior. But definitely, uh, I think if I haven't warmed up to someone yet, I'm not very outgoing. What do you mean by warmed up to someone? So warm up, the phrasal verb is like to get to know someone a little bit, to be able to kind of let go of your shyness and be more uh, open around someone. Mm-hmm. So. It's interesting. Uh, I was reading a book recently about uh, mindset. Mindset is kind of like a collection of your beliefs and your attitudes, right? And so kind of two fundamental mindsets. The fixed mindset, we talked about this before, and the growth mindset. The growth mindset is more like uh, kind of open-minded and and, um, more inclined to to learn and uh, receive feedback. But so shy people versus outgoing people. Uh, really react differently to social situations. So mm-hmm. shy people, they're usually kind of scared. They ha- they feel kind of not very inclined to connect with people. But after five minutes, they confront their fears, and then they get much more comfortable after about five minutes. If they have a growth mindset. Yeah, if they have a growth mindset. But um, people that don't have a growth mindset, they keep being scared. They don't really like connect with that person after five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of uh, maybe something we could even talk about. It's just like. This this idea, like, can a shy person become outgoing, especially, like, with, with language learning? Because I think a lot of people use it, like, as an excuse. Like, I can't do that. I'm a shy person. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just who I am. Or they don't think their English is good enough, too, and they become shy in English. Yeah. So, like, an outgoing person could become shy because of the language barrier. Uh-huh. But I think it's, it's more so there's a lot of people, and I think it would be a fixed mindset thing that, although I think some people are more inclined towards being more... Ingoing, which is not a real word, a bit towards being more shy. Like, I definitely think of that myself that I'm more introverted at first until I get to know someone. I think, um, I've, and I've done this a lot in my own case where I make the excuse, even just in my own head, that I'm not going to do that because, you know, just I'm a shy person. Mm-hmm. It becomes your identity, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to go up and talk to this a stranger, to this new person, because, you know, it's just part of who I am. Uh-huh. I, I can't do that. Who I am is fixed. Yeah. But if you're, I think if you can start to cultivate more of a growth mindset, open your mind to the possibility that being outgoing is kind of a choice. And once you start doing it more, it becomes easier and your personality can kind of change. Although you always have like aspects of that that are kind of hooked to you, you can start, you can become more outgoing. And I think um, learning a language is a great way to do this. Mm-hmm. So just quickly break down some vocabulary here. Uh, You said to uh, Earlier when you said to warm up You said to warm up to someone Which means you you start to Get more affectionate with them, right? Mm -hmm. Or more relaxed, right? Or more relaxed You start to like them more You're more friendly with them But warm up can also be something else Like before you exercise Mm -hmm. Stretching before you go for a run Yeah, it's like warming up your body Apply heat to something Like warm up if you have food You can warm it up the next day that's more literal, right? That's literal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also said to... I'm not sure if you use this expression, but it would be a nice expression to have used in this situation, was to come out of your shell. Yeah, that's a good expression. What does that mean, Justin? To come out of your shell? What is a shell, first of all? A shell would be the 
hard casing an animal has. It's like a turtle has a shell, a snail has a shell, clams. Clams. You have find shells. them on the. You find shells on the beach. She sells seashells by the seashore. It's a good tongue twister. That is. That's actually based on a true story. That was really? a, a famous. And she wasn't even an anthropologist, but she <laughs> would study all these. She'd buy all these like seashells somewhere in uh, the United States. They were actually like fossilized. Oh wow! A dinosaur stuff, and she would like sell them, and she got into uh, into anthropology because then she's one of the most renowned. So she US, sells US seashells by the shore. By the seashore. By the seashore. Yeah, yeah. Is her name Sally? Because I've heard as well, Sally sells seashells. Sea it could be. I can't remember now. It was in a, this book that I read called A Brief History on Everything, of Everything. Okay. Not your, uh, your homie. My homie? A different brief history of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does homie mean? Homie would be a ghetto, a slang term for saying <laughs> friend, right? Yeah, it's not really ghetto anymore. It's no. kinda... Chad's referring to Ken Wilber, who wrote a great book called a book on, on kind of a philosophy called the Integral Theory on a brief history of everything. Just so you know, mm-hmm. but Chad's referring to him as my homie. But I don't know the guy. The guy is like he's a famous philosopher. So yeah, he yeah. does live where we went to university. Yeah, but we are digressing a bit from the okay. topic of conversation. Here. Okay, but thanks okay. for coming out of your shell there, Chad, to talk okay. about this, this Sally and, and Ken Wilber. Okay, cool. So, I think the best way to we didn't really define that expression, but I think the best way to think of it is an actual turtle. How like turtles get scared, they go in their shell, but then maybe like you know if a turtle gets more comfortable again, then they come out of their shell. Yeah. So it's like becoming comfortable and Unless letting down your barriers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like you might have just a, the turtle head might just be poking out, but to really come out of your shell, it has to be very more like outgoing, right? Yeah. What are you laughing? <laughs> you're full of, you keep laughing today, man. I don't know. You're just, up. you're just bringing it out. Okay, okay. So <laughs> one of the... Ethan, we're talking about this book right now that Ethan's reading by um, Mark Manson. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. Justin, language. But you can also say to not give a care. I don't give a care. I don't care. Oh, that sounds pretty lame. I don't, I don't give a fuck. As you, need to, you need to drop the F bomb so to the, say this expression. <laughs> the subtle art of not giving a F. You could say not giving a shit, too. So, anyways, it's like not caring. And part of this, part of the fundamental idea is, like, you're going to get rejected. People are going to laugh at you. Sometimes people won't even, like, they're going to be really rude to you when you talk to them. Just accept it. Be okay. That's the worst that can happen. And go talk to people anyway. It's like, mm-hmm. it's their loss, really. If, if you're going up to somebody, to go up to somebody, what does that mean? To walk up to someone and start talking to them. Yeah. Be it... You know, uh, an English speaker that you want to practice with, or maybe somebody of the opposite sex, if, if you're interested in, in, in that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main idea is, like, not caring, really, if it doesn't work out. If you get rejected. Yeah, which is, it's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also just, you kind of touched on this, it's kind of a psychological thing where, uh, especially if you're shy, when you're going to go up to talk to, like, a stranger, or you're considering going up and talking to a new person that you start thinking in your head of all these reasons like why you are not good enough or um, why they won't like you when instead you can start cultivating a mindset which is maybe even a growth mindset of like how is this person going to impress me? Why is this person like good enough to talk to me? Value, kind of, value in yourself. Exactly. You, you turn the tables. It's true. You know, those what do you mean by turn the tables? It's, uh, it's kind of like you switch it around. You turn it upside down. Mm. The tables uh, are turned. You're putting yourself on a pedestal. 
Exactly. It's yeah. like they're they're fortunate to be able to talk with me. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk with them. I'm going to wait for them to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that would not be the the correct way to do it. <laughs> well, it's not the correct way to think about it, though, right? I think you're, yeah. what you're trying to say is not to have that kind of limiting belief that you kind of always put yourself under people and you know, put pe- to put other people on a pedestal. I said that expression again. What we is should a probably pedestal? Explain it, right? Yeah. Uh, a pedestal would be uh, like a a small like little table where you put um like your f- feet no uh, it's like a isn't it usually like something made out of stone that you like rest a statue or like some important piece of art on top it's, of it's like a platform for something right yeah yeah and so it's a, it's a platform on a superior plane on a higher level right mm-hmm. yeah so the expression means if you put something on a pedestal it means that you're giving it a lot of value which maybe it's it's not even worth that but it's to to really uh, be proud of something because well maybe you know mm-hmm. it's like uh, if you if you win an award you might put it on the pedestal because like, you want everyone to see it but if you put someone on a pedestal it means you think very highly of them which could be true or false right and sometimes well, go ahead but I mean it's like it's true or false it's like they're still a human being that doesn't mean that they're necessarily they're not better than you it's mm-hmm. like I think that putting someone on a pedestal is kind of thinking like that person's better than I am yeah you're right and I can't talk to them. And you put yourself on a pedestal too. If you if you really think that every conversation you have is going to be successful, everybody's going to accept you. It's mm-hmm. like then your ego is kind of like on a, on a high level, and then when something happens, it's a huge blow to your ego. What's a blow to your ego? What's a blow in this case? A blow is like a punch to be hit, mm-hmm. right? Like a um, like you get a blow to the stomach you want to yeah. be able to breathe so blow to the ego is like when somebody says something that just really hits your own ego your own conception of yourself mm-hmm. it really brings you down mm-hmm. so in the first place just get over yourself and realize <laughs> that um, not everybody's going to like you not everybody's going to accept you what does get over yourself mean? to get over yourself is maybe to not take yourself so seriously and how did you say that with connected speech? get over yourself Yeah. get over yourself get over yourself you can also use the same phrase verb to get over, for example, um, a negative situation in your life. If you have recently broken up with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or maybe even gotten dumped. What does get dumped mean? Get dumped means that the, the other person told you that they don't want to be in a relationship anymore. So they It usually has like a connotation to it being pretty harsh, like it was a bad breakup. Yeah, yeah. A breakup, yeah. But the um, the get over can also be like to get over the relationship or get over the breakup, get over being dumped means that you feel positive again after a negative situation. Mm-hmm. Or at least you come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. You come to terms with it? <laughs> accept. To accept. To reconcile, right? Yeah. It's like a lot of people right now are trying to get over the fact that Trump just got elected mm-hmm. at the true. time of recording this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some, right? <laughs> what does that mean? You win some, you lose some. It I guess it's be... pretty clear, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not actually the best example here, but yeah. you win some, you lose some. It's just accepting that you're going to fail sometimes when you make, when you make an effort, mm-hmm. right? But Use brief... it a lot for sports, right? Oh, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. And in this situation, when you talk to people, right, when you meet new people, some of the people you meet are going to be, you're going to make a great connection with that person, right? Some of them just are dicks. Yeah, some of them you don't even have, you don't even have a connection, and maybe it's best, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think um, bringing back this book you're reading and, and this guy Mark Manson, you know, I read another book 
by him for and he basically talks about um even you know like at the time i was single and just talking about like going up and like meeting uh girls right mm-hmm. like meeting a girl and so like it's really scary to go up and, and talk with a girl that you're you're attracted to and so he talks about um going up and asking for the time mm-hmm. and so there like that's the worst pickup line ever <laughs> well but but you get over your fear you you warm up to the idea of talking to people and then once you it's do that a, a few times you, you little by little you break the barriers of your fear you stretch yourself yeah right? he's not even talking about like using it as a pickup line though he's just uh which what is a pickup line Pickup line would be a some some kind of a phrase or some kind of an icebreaker way to, to initiate a conversation to get the girl or boy, depending on what you're into, uh, to be interested in you in a romantic way. And it's kind of like a, I could come up with like a, a corny one is like, uh, did it hurt? Um, what? When you fell from heaven, you angel. <laughs> guys, I'm going to leave here. You guys can take it from here. <laughs> I think it's starting to warm up in here. <laughs> so, but he, uh, this idea of just talking to people in general, being okay with just talking to people and breaking that, that, that barrier of fear. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of scared in public, like if you take the subway, right, or you're at a coffee shop, just say hi to people. Hey. Mm-hmm. So he kind of talks about like, with that strategy, taking baby steps. So it's like first you would go up to a couple of girls, and I mean, if it, if it's just your goal to become more outgoing, it could just be anyone. You just say, ask them for the time. Do that a few times, and it, it becomes easier. And then like you start doing a little bit more. It's like, uh, how how's your morning going? Or like asking them something else. And just by little by little, you extend the conversation until you're just having a full blown conversation with full blown conversation. Full blown conversation, uh, like a complete. Conversation with uh, with stranger. Uh-huh. I think it's another thing in our society these days. You know, we're so kind of uh, detached from real face value, kind of authentic relationships. You know, like everybody's kind of like communicating through cell phones and stuff like that. And even you know, walking around on the street, it's very rare that people look at you in the eye. You know, I think some, well, almost everyone's looking at their cell phone, right? or like they walk and they look at the ground, or they mm-hmm. they don't try to, like, you know, like making an actual looking at someone in the, in the eyes and then actually like smiling at them and trying to trying to create like this kind of positive energy. I uh, uh, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I did a uh, I had an ayahuasca trip. You guys probably know about that, but uh, what we did was we did this like ceremony where it's like you would actually look at people in the eye. And it's, have you seen, you know, those things where you look at people for like a minute without mm-hmm. like staring, looking away. And it's really crazy just to look at someone in the eyes for, uh, for so long, especially in the, an experience like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I think that's one thing that like people like kind of really like kind of socially scared to approach people. Yeah. I think that's something actually it can, uh, psychologically it can kind of help to help you just to increase your, your confidence is just by standing up straight and like. Uh, looking forward not looking down at the ground and like keeping eye contact with people I think just having yeah an open posture to the world I think mm-hmm. just being aware of like how you carry yourself a lot of times because maybe there's situations that you can connect with people right even without going out of your way mm-hmm. right maybe you know there are people who are receptive and you can mm-hmm. see that in their body language too I think like uh People that work with, um, for example, if you go to like the, the bakery or the supermarket or wherever you go, like every day, that's like a lot of people, their only real connection with another person that day can sometimes be just those people that work like in service, you know? 
and it's like if you make a, a conscious effort to like be really try to connect with that person like look at them in the eye and be really nice to them and make sure they're having a nice day and ask them a couple of questions and there's a good way to kind of warm up your uh, your 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 daily human connection yeah yeah it's kind of cultivate a connection with every encounter you have in some ways make that just a, a constant um, habit right mm-hmm. it can be really good too like really powerful if you're uh, actually living abroad because like maybe you don't have like that many local friends yet or something but it's like you, you're needing to get in that daily practice with your English and it's like you just start asking questions or whatever you just like ask someone at the store like how much is this Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, or what is this? Because like, maybe there's some interesting things that like you don't have in your own country, and then it's like out of that, people will notice maybe your accent, and they start asking you where you're from, what are you doing here, are you enjoying it? Mm-hmm. It happens to me like all the time here in Brazil that it's just like just saying a couple things in in Portuguese, people notice my accent, and then it, it starts an entire conversation because they become really curious. Mm-hmm. So, but once you've lived here for so long, you're like, oh man, this guy. <laughs> Every day it's the same conversation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's find ways to uh, change it up. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can just start inventing stories, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, just make yourself sound more interesting. I'm here for really the are. Brazilian Mars mission. <laughs> yeah. oh, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. <laughs> but that's another thing about uh, making up a story because the Mark Manson, he would say, just try to be uh, as authentic as possible, right? Uh-huh. Put yourself out in a, out in a limb, but being authentic at the same out, time. Out on a limb. What does that mean? Out on a limb. Uh, you used a reference earlier. You said to to stretch yourself. Uh-huh. I don't think we really explained what that means. And I mean, we said stretching is a, a warming up before exercise, and you have to stretch. So stretch is like to increase your boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. To expand your boundaries, almost like a rubber band stretches, right? Yeah, yeah. To put yourself out on a limb. What's another word for a limb? A branch. A branch. So a tree has a smaller branch that extends out mm-hmm. and sometimes it breaks right mm-hmm. so it means to sort of risk yourself a mm-hmm. little bit right it's kind of extending your comfort zone mm-hmm. and also just not being afraid to rub people the wrong way because if you're being true truly who you are authentic maybe some people won't like it what do you mean by rub someone the wrong way when when you rub somebody the wrong way it just means that maybe um Maybe a person, maybe you, you affect a person in a way that doesn't, it's not so pleasing to them. They might not like you, mm-hmm. right? And so that's okay. If you're being authentic and really who you are, you don't need to please everybody. Because if you try to please everybody, you don't really connect with the people that you should connect with. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not, it's okay for someone to not like you, I yeah. think is a, the, the moral of that story, right? If you, you shouldn't change your personality or, you know... Uh, believe in a certain thing just because everyone else does, right? There are many reasons people could not like you, too. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe they're just having a bad day. Maybe you remind them of somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. who, who treated them poorly or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're just not really that compatible, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about the chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what uh, I was going to ask if we can give them any other uh, more practical tips now for actually, I mean, for actually approaching people and being outgoing. Well, one thing I was going to say here, based upon what Ethan was saying, so if you go to another country, and or if you're on a, on a trip, and first of all, the, the first level is just interacting with the people that you meet with every day, right? Mm-hmm. The store, smiling at people, trying to have that daily interaction. But you can also, it's a different level when you can go out and form real friendships with people. And one of the things, you know, it's like thinking about how you can meet new people in, in these cities, 
Um, we were talking about this earlier. Like, for example, like uh, Couchsurfing is a is a website that, that connects travelers. Um, sometimes you stay at somebody else's house, but they, the the main thing that I found really beneficial is that there are usually meetups in every city, every major city in the world, where you can meet people who are really receptive to foreigners. Yeah, and. I mean, like, I, I think, like, even if you're not living in another country, if you're living in the place where you, you grew up or whatever, you're living in a big city, like, look for these kind of meetups. There's Couchsurfing, there's Meetup.com. It's, like, just going to events where you're getting out of your bubble. Like, all of us generally, especially if we're living in our hometown. To we get out of your bubble. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I was going to say, like, we kind of all have our, our bubbles. Like, we have our... Our family, our group of friends, we kind of are always around the same people. So a bubble is like a closed environment that's maybe a little bit isolated, right? Yeah. And, um, and so basically it's, it's like getting out of your comfort zone, pushing yourself to go somewhere where you don't know anyone. You're not going to know anyone there. And you're going to be like really forced to meet new people. I would even argue kind of that beginner's mindset of mm-hmm. just being okay with being a beginner. And this can be like a new skill. Take a, take a cooking class, mm-hmm. right? Take a dance class, mm-hmm. things like that. Go to yoga class or something. Yeah, most of us, I think, are in, like interested, curious about trying something new, but we just don't do it because maybe none of our friends are doing it, none of our family does it, and it's kind of it can be kind of scary to do something different or to go out on a limb, go do something on your own. But if you do it, it can be really rewarding, just because you get exposed to all these people you would never meet otherwise. And you're leaving your your um, script for the world too, and it's like kind of this experiment mindset where you're going out and you're experimenting new things you learn like huh I didn't realize I actually like that mm-hmm. huh I didn't realize that I actually like this type of person I'm you know being open to new types of people mm-hmm. new types of experiences because those are the those are the people that really expand you right yeah. and teach you about yourself yeah generally like if you're hanging around with the same friends you've had your whole life it's kind of unlikely that they're going to really be pushing you to to grow or people that disagree with you you know people that disagree with you yeah but if you like, I think that you'll find that if you start going and doing things that interest you, that you're curious about, you're going to find really interesting people. You're going to just like start meeting people. And it's like when you go there, um, even if you're in your own city, you go to like an event like this and you push yourself, you know, to actually just the first step is signing up some event, arriving there. Then it's like you're going to be there all alone. You you have to go talk to someone. Otherwise, you're just going to be standing in the, the corner. You know, mm-hmm. so you you're in that environment. You start talking to people, and you realize, oh, this this isn't so bad. These people are really nice. These people are really interesting. You know, mm-hmm. um, and then it's after that, it's like such a rewarding experience that you know maybe you start doing it again. But it's just kind of like taking those baby steps and putting yourself in the right kind of situations that kind of force you to stretch. Baby steps. Like little actions that lead up to actually your goal, what cool. you're wanting to do. Yeah, uh, awesome. Uh, let me just change the uh, direction, not the direction, but just take a little time out. We'll come back to this in a second. First thing, I'm just going to make two little plugs. The first thing, you said uh, earlier to get out of your bubble, mm-hmm. but you didn't say get out. Justin said that when he was explaining. He tried to slow it down and say, get out of your bubble. Mm-hmm. But how did you actually say that expression? Get out of your bubble. Get out of your... Uh-huh. Get out of your bu- bubble. Exactly. That is connected speech. Right? 
Get out of your bubble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is what we do with, uh, just to give you guys a small intro to our Fluent with Friends course. If you guys want to learn a lot more about connected speech, plus all the vocabulary and cultural references from the kick-ass TV show Friends. And uh, we, we also did that with uh, Real Life Radio, 40 episodes. We took the transcript and we, we analyzed every single line, put vocabulary, analyzed our connected speech, um, expressions like get out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like you could be listening to a podcast like this. We don't have them for our newest episodes, but like Justin said, we have how many? Over 60 episodes? We have no. 40, 40, 40, 45, I think, apparently. Some around 45. We have from all the way from episode 60 to 100 is the official course, so that's like 40 episodes right there, but there's an extra five as well. I think so it's like ex- you can. Extra five or eight? Something like that. You're going to get close to 50 podcast lessons, which is mm-hmm. a pretty epic amount of English learning in those 50 lessons yeah, that you'll the, understand 100% of each episode yeah it's, it's like 1500 pages 1500 pages hot mm-hmm. damn but and it also comes with an Anki <laughs> uh, uh, flashcard memorization file which mm-hmm. is pretty dope too so if you guys want to learn more about that course you can go to the show notes of this podcast which will be reallifeglobal.com forward slash outgoing English O U T G O I N G dash. English. Oh, we're gonna do the dash. Okay, English. Yeah, sound a little bit like a rapper there. O U T G O I N G dash English. That could be your uh, your rap name. Outgoing, outgoing English. English. <laughs> what up, outgoing? Uh, and a second plug I wanted to make was just, we're talking about right now about taking baby steps and slowly warming up to people to become more outgoing with your English. We are soon, uh, pro- maybe when you're listening to this, it will already be live, but we're working pretty hard on the Real Life Global app, which is going to be great for becoming more outgoing because we connect you with a randomly selected English learner from somewhere around the world for five minutes. Perfect time the perfect time duration to really do a bit of an icebreaker, get to know someone. and if Warm you up, right? Warm up. Warm up your English and warm up to the person. And little by little, you make your constellation of friends from all around the world. Constellation? Your international network, right? Nice. Yeah. You said before you wanted to plug something? Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Plug would be uh, in, an, in an advertising sense. It's kind of like promoting if you have a product or service you're plugging something it's like you're quickly talking about it just mm-hmm. so people are aware of it you know we are um, yeah it's kind of advertising plugging mentioning something you know often when uh, movie stars recently make a new movie they would go on to different like talk shows and radio shows and you know they have an interview and get to know the actor and stuff but at the same time they're plugging mm-hmm. their new movie which is I guess it's um comes from like a power plug you know like to plug something in would it be I would imagine so or like um, let's put a plug in there guys come on what oh to put a plug in something <laughs> what does that mean it's so like the bathtub you put a plug in it to, so the water doesn't go down the drain yeah yeah. to, to block the hole yeah doesn't, doesn't mean to put a plug in it stop talking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. shut up put a sock in it you guys <laughs> know that yeah, yeah. To put a sock in it or yes. I'm gonna sock you. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> um, that would be to shut up hey man put a sock in it and sock someone is punch someone right yeah you're right yeah sock you in the jaw yeah cool 
Hey, dude, you're, you're, first of all, you're, you're giving me some pickup lines, calling me an angel, <laughs> and now you're going to suck me in the jaw. In the jaw. Uh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to look at, is that your, um, the shirt, the tag on your shirt? Another pickup line. Imagine I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm grabbing the tag on your, on your shirt, Ethan. Or, feel, or feeling the material. Yeah, I'm like, looking at the tag. Wait, wait, just what I thought. Made in heaven. <laughs> A shirt or me? <laughs> so what is a tag? A tag is the little, uh, the it's, little. It's like a piece of material that is usually it's usually like against your neck on a t-shirt, and it has like cleaning instructions and things and like the that. The size XL. The size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what Justin is referring to is it also has uh, what what fabric it's made from like oh no where it's made in like so made in China made in Brazil made in Australia um, what's made, made in Australia made in America 100% cotton <laughs> what's made in Australia yeah I was made in Australia kangaroo sticks <laughs> <laughs> okay we are digressing and Huge we <laughs> want to um, continue with this podcast and helping these people get much more outgoing so we're going to finish this podcast with some tips on how you can practice being more outgoing, right? So the first one was just to randomly ask people the time on the street. Mm-hmm. Or so, maybe like if you're... Uh, something that happens a lot here because we're living in an apartment building that's quite tall is like having to take the elevator every day. So it's like a lot of times you get stuck in the elevator with someone and that's a great opportunity. You're like literally in a metal box with someone what better opportunity to trap them into a conversation with you yeah people are very <laughs> antisocial antisocial in the elevator don't you think they are it's nearly um it's nearly a little awkward it's extremely awkward you can like there were um i remember like reading something just about like funny things you can say in the elevator yeah like i remember one of them is just like looking over the other person and be like i'm wearing new socks today <laughs> that's pretty good though yeah because what would you say to that uh, okay You're like, cool what uh what kind of socks are they where did you buy them yeah are they uh made in in brazil can i feel the material <laughs> so this kind of goes against like when we say like listen to the podcast while you're on the bus listen to the podcast while you're walking S- stop listening to the podcast pull your ear earplugs out sometimes and just start talking to people say hi earplugs that would be the wrong term for them right earbuds Ear, sorry my bad earphones earplugs yeah. that's what you put in your sleep when, in, in your ears when somebody's snoring yeah well that would be one use of them but for example people that work in construction or something like that they use them because they have a lot of power tools going on in the background or you might wear them at a concert to not go deaf yeah that's Next true. to the speakers. Because we just mentioned the word plug is to block a hole. So it's your plug is blocking your your ears. Okay, the, the second tip is to go to events, um, events of things that you like, like meetups or things that you're curious about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even think, these don't necessarily even have to be around English. If you're living like, let's say here in Belo Horizonte, Brazil, and you're Brazilian... Um, but you're all, you've always been curious about cooking, just like go to a cooking class, you know, sign up for one, go to meetup.com or f- wherever else, like Google it, cooking classes in Belo Horizonte. 
and you would like actually just go and meet other Brazilians and just like practice talking to new people because it's going to do wonders just for you know your abilities to connect with new people in any language. Do wonders? Do wonders. It will uh, help a lot. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and I would give another tip. The the thing that I said earlier about talking to people that work like in service, for example, because mm-hmm. we mentioned this uh, last week when we talked with with Jack and we're talking about like willpower mm-hmm. and how willpower you can look at it kind of like as if it's a muscle you know like if you use up all your willpower you start to not want to like do stuff but I think being kind of outgoing you could look at it in that in that light too because you can to actually like go out of your way to be nice to someone and start a conversation maybe it's the person at the bank or the bakery or the restaurant or whatever someone that you talk to during the day in service if you're like really conscious of hey I want to try to have a connection with this person you're using kind of willpower I think it's, it's hard to do that all the way throughout the day but the more you do that the more it just starts feeling more natural because a sure. habit anytime you build a habit you don't spend any willpower mm-hmm. the habit actually is, it's just easy it's automatic mm-hmm. right? so you're slowly even if it's just asking for the time or being really nice and polite to a person who's serving you uh, you're slowly building that muscle, right? You're slowly becoming more of a habit, and then suddenly it's like, well, all of my connect, I'm connecting with everyone, and I'm having really cool conversations, and I'm feeling much more outgoing and positive. And, and that, that voice of fear gradually steps down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so at the beginning, when you when you hear that voice of fear, just kind of laugh at it, just recognize it is there. Justin, you are not worthy of this person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we recognize it's there and just talk back to it, right? Yeah, to put a plug in it. Yeah, let's put a plug in it. Yeah, there you can put a plug in that voice of fear. And um, I would have then a, take a nice hot bath and put a plug in that too. <laughs> okay. I would have another one if we, like, uh, number four, like, um, if you're doing this in English, it's something that can be extremely helpful if you're not used to starting that conversation because that can be really scary just because the language bar- barrier is to create a script. So actually write down the different and depending on what level of English you are you could even translate these it's okay if they've got some mistakes in them because it the goal is just to start speaking with someone to start a conversation saying like you could write it first in your language and then translate it saying like hello my name is this is what I do just some simple phrases that you know if you got into a basic conversation with someone it would allow you to comfortably talk about yourself so you'll feel if you just do that and you kind of practice it on your own Maybe even record yourself saying it and listen to it and um, just giving yourself personal feedback. You're going to feel a lot more confident having that first conversation because you'll know that you already have kind of a script that you can say. Mm-hmm. And um, then maybe a number five, if you maybe you live in a small town or you don't really have meetups in your city, you don't have many foreigners living there, whatever, would be finding people to speak to online. And it's like the same principle basically is like, Meeting someone and setting up a time to speak and then doing it. Just like, you know, do, do something so that you can start speaking with someone. And don't make excuses about living in a small town or not having foreigners in your city. Just find some way to start speaking to other people using these, uh, these principles. But soon you'll be able to do that with the Real Life Global app. Exactly. Whip out your phone and uh, just connect to someone. Whip, whip out? <laughs> what does whip out mean? To quickly take something out. Mm. So you would take your phone out of your pocket quickly. So this goes back to the other sound effect that Chad made here. <laughs> at the whip. 
Right? Yeah. It's funny how everything kind of circles back around to the first thing we're talking about at the start of the podcast, you know? <laughs> like so, cracking some jokes, cracking the whip. And then you whip it out. And then you whip it out. <laughs> Whipping out Real Life Global. Whipping out your that could be our new tagline. Real Life Global. Just whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to expose this, there's sort of a double meaning here. You know, people often um, use whip out. It's, it's kind of like a pornographic image. I don't think it is. I think that's just your interpretation of it. <laughs> whip out? Like, hey, can you just whip out some cash? Let me just, you know... Taking something out but really whip it out the it usually only refers to one thing whip something out sure but if it's like you say whip it out yeah, okay. it generally has a very specific connotation of what that it's, it is it's a very phallic phrase yeah it's referring to uh, again this podcast many people have said that it's it's too kind of masculine a little bit chauvinistic <laughs> we don't have any women on here and we talk about man subjects so we're sorry but it's referring to a penis but it's <laughs> It's real life English. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we don't we, talking that, about penises. I think we should finish up there. <laughs> well, I'd say like on that note, like we don't want people to whip it out on Real Life Global, but we want you to whip out your phone and download Real Life Global and speak to people. In other That's exactly the, the problem. We're working against this because because we're basically this idea of like um, connecting people through five minute conversations. There was another. Language learning, not language learning, another um, website called Chat Roulette, right? Mm-hmm. And you can log in. No, you didn't even have to log in. You just go to the website and you connect with somebody else, right? That was yeah. one of the problems is like you didn't have a profile. You're completely anonymous. So it's like people, you might go on there. And although some people found it as a useful tool to connect with people in other parts of the world and practice their English or just learn about other cultures, you also get people who like are using it. For evil, by <laughs> for evil, <laughs> I'm gonna conquer the world by showing them my penis. Go check it out. You can, you can check it out for yourself if you if you go check it out. Go check out Chat Roulette. We're not sending anyone to Chat Roulette. It's so really, we're, we're, it's really bad. There's a one uh, one out of three conversations you're gonna see a penis. Yeah. So like our goal is to make an environment where you can actually use this to learn about other, you know, meet a lot of people have interesting conversations, learn about cultures, and practice your English in a safe environment. Safe, learning-centered, you can report those people. Yeah, yeah. And also, No, there won't be those people, but if there were someone doing something inappropriate, you can report it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If someone, uh, in this case, I think the report would be like if somebody was being a little, uh, a little rude or, you know, not, not cool, you know? Or maybe talking about you know, things like this. <laughs> well, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about this stuff. I think it's, you know, I think as a culture we tend to repress so much stuff and we don't bring it out in the open. So that's what we try to do with Real Life English. And I think that's what's going to happen with our platform because it's cross-cultural, people talking, it's focused 100% on on just kind of saying real life, right? Real life stuff. Gonna Can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Exactly. And you have to crack those eggs. With a joke. <laughs> <laughs> With a whip, it's too. I'm going to start trying to tell jokes to my eggs to see if they'll crack. <laughs> that, that in itself is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe we should uh, wrap this Do up. You didn't say, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We're waiting. I have to say it by myself. Yeah, it's yeah, all, yeah. It's all awkward. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you nailed it. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're going to wrap this up just to finalize. Um, get out there. Get be outgoing. Don't worry about what people think. Don't listen to the inner fear of people. Uh, 
people rejecting you or people judging you or people having some kind of a preconceived idea of who you are when that's not real. If that and happens, it's, don't worry about it. Say like you're an awesome person and you want to meet people that appreciate you for who you are, not mm. try to impress them by being someone else. So show people the real you, the real life you. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and just get out there and uh, you know start meeting some people, interesting people. Making your life better. That's it. Growing together. Life is not a spectator sport. Oh, what does that mean? It's a great, great quote. I know, right? I heard someone say that a while back. Just it was came, me actually. It came back <laughs> to me. Life is not a spectator sport. It means it's you have to participate. You can't just sit and watch. What is a spectator sport? A spectator for example. A spectator sport is, uh, for example, cricket. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't like even football, soccer would be a spectator sport, right? It's like oh, something well, so where cricket's you're... not a real sport. <laughs> no, I'm saying like one that's more familiar for people. Oh, okay. Would be like uh, football is like it's just any sport, right? That you're just watching, you're not participating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, don't forget check out this podcast at reallifeglobal.com forward slash outgoing hyphen English. Justin, how do you spell that? O U T I N G. No. <laughs> Come on, man. Outgoing. No. O U T G O I N G. Sorry. O U T G O I N G hyphen E N G L I S H. H. Some people say H, some people say H. Never heard H. I mix it up a little bit. It's like you say herb in. <laughs> Herb, yeah. British English, I don't know about Australian English. You say herbs. Herbs. Herb. Yeah. It's actually more correct. But yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And if you go to that, if you go to the show notes, you're going to see links to where you can sign up to get on the list to be one of the first people to start using Real Life Global, how you can, down, uh, how you can purchase the Real Life Radio Podcast Package, awesome course, and uh, we'll also throw in a link there for Fluent Friends, too, so you can get onto our mailing list and receive three awesome lessons video lessons about friends with the funniest scene ever one of the funniest scenes ever alright guys hope you have an amazing day or evening or wherever or whatever you're doing and uh you go out there and meet some cool people yeah we 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 believe in you we love you guys right take take out those headphones right now and do it yeah come on tell the person next to you about about uh, our podcast there's your icebreaker or just tell them that (laughs) you just bought new socks Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. And uh, like always, you'll hear from us next week here at Real Life English. One, two, three. Oh, yeah. yeah.